see if that jumps some energy into them. Lazinski throws it across. Out there with Van Riemsdyk and Frost. In front, shot, score! Morgan Frost, 3-1 Philadelphia. This is episode 86 of the Liberty Yell. Danny Deemer here with Chris Stumpo. How are you, buddy? Doing good, doing good. Season gets underway this Thursday, and we are joined by the boys over at Tie My Skates Pod. Yep, that is at Tie My Skates Pod on Twitter. Drunk Gritty, Tie My Skates underscore Z, and your boy Coots join us. Welcome, boys. It's good to have you. What's up, hey, boys? boys? Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having Absolutely. us, guys. What a pleasure. Be, should be fun. Should be fun. Let's jump into it. Did anyone get into the John Tortorella interview with John Clark? That just came out. I saw some of the comments. I didn't watch it, though. The one when he said uh, that he didn't want Johnny Gaudreau because we weren't ready. Yep, obviously that was the main highlight. And um, (laughs) Chris's problem with that is that the GM is going in the complete opposite direction. He's still selling us on winning now. So I thought that was very interesting. I watched that whole interview yesterday. I still love what Tortorella is saying. It's just uh, there's zero hopes up. What Tortorella is saying is, like, very reasonable. But I think Chucky is uh, a little scared of the fan base. <laughs> it's definitely, yeah, like the business side is pushing what what Chuck is feeding us. But, like, I've loved everything Tortorella said since he got here. I saw another, it looked like a Zoom interview or something today, where he was just like, no one in the league respects us. I was like, that's hilarious and true. That's right. I did see. I absolutely loved that. I absolutely loved it. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely the only, I mean, he's definitely one of the only coaches that we've had in a recent time that hasn't blown smoke up the media's asses i mean he's that's what it is right yeah, it's the honesty. It's great but the big problem with what that whole thing that interview with john clark with for me at least was yeah we agree with what you are saying towards i mean I mean, we were on your boat in the beginning of the offseason we were all like okay uh let's rebuild let's go for bedard let's let young kids develop and chuck was like no aggressive retool aggressive retool all summer all summer and then you say no to johnny and I mean, this is your fault. Like, you're the reason why the fans are mad. Like, we're not just—we didn't just grasp straws because of Johnny was a free agent. Yeah, I mean, of course, those rumors were gonna pop up because he's Johnny Gaudreau and he's from New Jersey. He grew up a Flyers fan, but I mean, like, you really kind of like really fed into that aggressive retool. Is exactly what Johnny Gaudreau would have been. You let go of G. He's better than G at this point in his career. I mean, that would have been an aggressive retool, and you're the reason why the fans are mad. Like, they're not just mad for no reason. So, I mean, that was my big big thing with that. And also that he, like, doubled down on it after uh, free agency. Yeah. Like, this is a retool. Like, it, it is a retool. Yeah, that was so funny. It just, yeah, it, just, it doesn't make any sense, and that's why it's kind of confusing because Chuck hired Torts, so, I mean, you would think they would be on the same page. But from what he was saying all offseason – Leading up to like a week or two before training camp, maybe three, four weeks, maybe a month. Uh, now they're just kind of like saying different things, so it's kind of it's, it's definitely weird as a Flyers fan who's been following this nonstop. I just think they could have done like like they should have fucking cleared so much cap this off season, and they like all they did was spend to the cap and have a shitty roster, <laughs> and it just like makes no fucking sense. They That's Danny's man point. Man, Danny's like, you have a, a, a bottom five team who's all the way up to the cap. Like, Let's deciding to hang on to JVR and play out his deal, like, basically solidified to me that this is a rebuild. Has to be. We're not a winning team with James Van Reems not making $7 million. I don't want to run it back to the problems that happened in free agency, but would you guys have paid uh, 2023 first or 2024 first to get rid of JVR, or is that something that you guys wouldn't have done? I mean, I, I was personally on board with it because I looked at it as you're giving up a 2024, 2025 first-round pick to go get Johnny Gaudreau, and I was okay with that. I was, if it's going to cost me uh, 25% of JVR's contract, a first-round pick in 2025 to go get Johnny Gaudreau, yeah, I was cool with that. I mean, if that's what we were doing, yeah. I was definitely pushing for it, but in hindsight, it may have been the best move, but I was definitely pushing for it at the time. I think teams probably wanted that 2023 first, too. And I feel like the only way I would have dealt that 2023 first if it, if it was top 10 protected and, like, it flips yeah. to 24 if, you know, we were that bad. But then you look at Sean Monaghan over there in Calgary who had two hip surgeries over the summer. I mean, over the last year. 
had eight goals total, and then he gets shipped for absolutely nothing. And you're telling me that JVR couldn't get shipped for? You're telling me teams were slamming on the table saying you have to give me a 2023. Well, also, first like round pick. Uh, Oliver Bjorkstrand, better I think better player than JVR, but didn't yeah. he also get like dumped for like nothing to Seattle? He did. Yeah, when they uh, went, and, went they, and got Johnny. Yeah, they know that fucking Chuck is weak. Like I feel Chuck like no one respects him. He doesn't have a, it. Yeah, I mean that's another thing I've heard. So I mean, it seems so so many things on Twitter saying that every GM in this league knows that Chuck Fletcher, you're, like, you're going to win that negotiation, right? You are going to completely fleece him, and every GM in the league knows that, and they take advantage of him. And that's exactly what probably happened this summer. I know we're going to get to you know flyer season predictions as we move on in this in this episode, but mm-hmm. I honestly think like we couldn't move JVR during pre agency, but I honestly think we're going to be able to move him at the trade deadline and i think we actually can get something of value for him especially because this is the last year in his deal and we can retain you know three and a half mil of that yeah. seven you're gonna have hey, to if we know jvr we know he plays great when there's zero pressure and there's definitely <laughs> zero pressure this season so he's pot in 25 easy time. yep pot and easy 25 and that would be a dream scenario really I mean, as long as he doesn't have 11 at the trade deadline like he had last year, I, I, as long as he's having a, a better first half, um, I'm definitely on board with getting rid of him. A Tortorella might health bomb him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tortorella did mention in that interview with John Clark there was some veterans that he was definitely disappointed with as training camp. Went I mean, on. he's got to be one of them. I, I forgot he was on the one. team. Yeah, JVR during invisible. the preseason. I was like, oh, I forgot he played a couple games. Are you kidding me? I haven't seen this. Guy, I haven't heard this guy's name once. I mean, I know it's just preseason, but damn, dude. You know what sucks about JVR is he was actually good for a long time. We just dumped him before he was really good and yeah. got him back when he started to downfall again. Yeah, yeah. Maple Leafs JVR was nice. I mean, playing with the players he played with, sitting in front of that net and on, on that power play is probably... I mean, I'm not saying it's easy. Obviously, it's not the easiest thing in the world, but I mean... He's got to credit those guys for a lot of those goals that year. I'd argue it's one of the hardest things in the league to sit in front of that net and just get beat up night after night. I mean, I praise him for that because oh, there's, no, there's yeah. defenders that will fuck you up in front of the net. The, the, the battle itself, definitely. I mean, yeah, you got to be like a different person to take that kind of pain in front of the net. But I'm talking about just like the chances that he got off of the, the guys that played on the, on his wings, Matthews, Pusher, Nylander. Wasn't Marner there when he had that huge year? So, I mean, it's, it's it's a lot easier playing with them than it is who he was playing with. Yeah, yeah that power play was definitely stacked, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Not, he, he didn't have Giroux at me. Like, t- towards the end of Giroux's career with the Flyers, he wasn't the best power play guy in the world. Like, he wasn't anywhere near, like, prime Giroux. But, I mean, he's probably the best player he's played with on a power play here, at least. Just because just you mentioned Giroux. He's putting up like seventy-five points this year, right? With the brinket on his line. Maybe <laughs> me more. Every time I he, say it, to be honest, he might put up more than seventy-five, dude. You just know after Drew went to Florida after the trade deadline, saw his passes going in more than they were with the Flyers because the Flyers cannot finish. You just know he was never coming back. back here, and then he went right to Ottawa. Dude, dude I was go ahead, DJ. Uh, I was honestly looking for a. A betting line to try to get to Brinkett to get most goals this year because I honestly think with G on that line with him that he's gonna he got what did he get 41 last year with Chicago I think he's easily gonna hit 40 again probably closer to 50 most goals in the league yeah I mean he wouldn't be favored but like it'd be a good line to take in my opinion it wouldn't be bad but uh Matthews is gonna do it again yeah he's for sure gonna do it again um yeah but his line's like plus 250 whereas to Brinkett's would be like plus 3,000 yeah, I feel you. Is, is anyone uh, surprised, though, that, like, oh, you put a fucking bona fide shooter on a line with Giroux and they're putting goals in, <laughs> in the back of the net? Like, who would have thought? It's a wild concept, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm really surprised, like, eight years of putting him next to Jake Voracek constantly <laughs> on the power play didn't work. And JVR, Kevin Hayes, those three were the only seven-plus million-dollar contracts signed while Giroux was here, it's, most of them were just re-signings. Isn't that crazy to think about? Like, one of the best players that you play. I mean, I'm not bashing Jake Voracek at all. I mean, Jake Voracek is a good player. But, I mean, like, the fact that like they're both kind of playmakers, he never really got that true elite sniper like he has to bring it now. What do, you I mean, mean, what do you mean we had Hart? <laughs> Hart, yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, look what he did with the ghost of Yager, dude. Like, you, you <laughs> pair this guy with a goal scorer. 
Absolutely. I mean, I said it all the time. Like, that was probably, I mean, you can argue he's the best player that they that they got from, what was it, like 40, 39, 40-year-old 40 Yager? I mean, they were ridiculous <laughs> together. It was one of, like, one of my favorite lines to watch ever, like watching the Flyers. Very fun line to watch. Yeah, the energy around that 2012 team was something that we have definitely haven't had since. I love that team, man. I know. That team was... And after that year, it was pretty much when it went downhill. After that prime yeah. injury, yeah, the lockout season, Ron Hextall coming in—that's that's definitely the starting point. Vinny Lecavier, Brizgalo. Oh no! Stop! Jesus. Stop! Andrew McDonald. I mean, we can get into like active Flyers news right now. First thing, <laughs> yeah, let's uh, talk about this year, not uh, yeah. the past. <laughs> so the big the big thing that's the big topic on Twitter right now in Flyers land is Cam York getting sent down, and there's a lot of opinions. Especially in the group chat that I'm in, it's a lot of different opinions on um, if, if it's a good move if he went down. Uh, Danny, what do you think? I mean, yeah, I like Tortorella just saying he basically didn't earn it. A lot of people were mad that Adder got the spot over him. It's like, oh, we're a better hockey team with Cam York in, but we're clearly not gunning to win games this season. So it's really all about the culture and the standard, if you will. And mm-hmm. I think that's fair. You can't just give it to Cam York because he's a first-round pick who was – projected to make the team this season like he didn't have a good camp and it's not the end of the world for him to go down to the phantoms and get some confidence and then come back up when he's ready in my opinion yeah i mean <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth see what do you think i mean he'll he'll be back up in like 10 15 games like this yeah. this whole lineup's going to be so fluid like these guys are going to be going up and down from lee Val, the guys that are like uh waiver exempt um yeah i mean i don't really have a problem with it at all i know it got a rise on Twitter, but you know we need something to complain about. I mean, what does it get a rise on Twitter? If we're exactly. being serious, I mean, if we're being honest with each other, anything and everything that the Flyers Twitter account right now is posting is getting <laughs> everything backlash. Bad. It's it's pretty brutal. But uh, uh, gritty, what do you think about the whole York situation? Uh, I mean, I didn't agree with it. The very first thing I tweeted out once it happened was that I don't agree with it. I understand the concept and I and I know just like Z said he's going to be back in 10 to 15 games and I would I would bet that he's going to be back in less than 10 games, probably like 2 to 3 games he'll be back up, but I don't know. I feel like after Torch said we're going to play the young guys and then they, you know, throw York down to start Sealer over him, it just doesn't make sense to me. I think this is a lost year, and I think we should be starting Cam on the team, getting him as much minutes as possible. But at the same time, I understand, and I don't think it's going to really mess him up that much, if at all. So it really doesn't matter. I didn't agree with it, but like at the end of the day, it doesn't matter at all. Well, I mean, that's probably the exact opinion you know, my friend Derek and my other group chat had. He was pretty much saying, I mean, this is a lost season. Let's kind of just play him. Who really cares if he goes through growing pains up here at this point? But I kind of lean on the side of he didn't really deserve the spot. And if we're yeah. going to talk about how this team needs accountability throughout the organization, I think handing a spot to a kid just because his name's Cam York doesn't bode well for the message that they're trying to send throughout. But to the, the point about playing the kids, I mean, the Cates brothers, Frost made the team, and even Adderd, he's a young player. Um, yeah. The young kids are definitely still playing. He, he's probably just the one example of um, getting sent down. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with that. And I think the key thing – Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I think the key thing we've been hearing about uh, York this camp was lackadaisical, and we all know that towards – you know, he wants, he wants energy. He wants that commitment. And if you get a guy like York with all the skill in the world to play with a high motor, he's going to be an elite-level defenseman. So I think this little time down in the AHL is going to motivate him, or it's meant to motivate him, and we'll see him as soon as possible too. Now, how about this? I have a little curveball to throw. Uh, shout out Derek on Twitter, Suitable Atlas. He has a little thing that he's kind of worried about with this whole Cam York thing, and it's the only argument, in my opinion, that is is valid um, about this whole situation, and it's that John Tortorella is sitting here saying, I want you to be more assertive with the puck. You can do more. You can kind of take over games. I want you to have an entire shift where you make an impact on the game. And Lappy's thing over there in the AHL is, I want you to make the simple play, to get the puck off your stick as soon as you get it. I don't want, like, it's two completely different things that both of these coaches are asking for. So 
The worry is that he goes down to the AHL. He does the things that Lappy wants him to do to get the call up because Lappy and Tortorello, they, they talk and they're very close in who comes up and who goes down. And then he comes up to the NHL and Torch is like, well, I want you to be assertive with the puck. I want you to take over shifts. I don't want you to just slap the puck off your stick as soon as you get it. So it's kind of like a, a communication thing between the two that I'm kind of worried about. And uh, Derek makes a really good point when he brings that up. But, I mean, I was just seeing your guys' opinion on that. See? Well, Lappy's a fucking idiot. <laughs> um, but Agreed. Agreed. I think I think he's still he's going to play his game down in the AHL, and I, I think he's going to like dominate early on and, and kind of make it undeniable to be called up. Kind of like when Faraby went down at the beginning of his first season when they, they had the whatever. It wasn't Flyers 24-7, but whatever the fuck it was called. And AV was like, hey – you keep doing your thing like you're going to get called up soon um, when they were in like uh, Switzerland or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be like a, a similar situation. He's going to play his game. He's probably going to dominate down there and, uh, you know, he'll be back up in whatever, five to 10 games. Just, he'll, he'll get his, he'll get his 70 games this year. Yeah. I just have a hard time. Like I know Lappy is like, was the heart and soul kind of player, you know, he blocked the shot with his face. But I just have a hard time, like, actually thinking. It's made a whole career off that. <laughs> yeah, That's like, real. but I, I mean, you know, he was on the bench long enough to watch these skilled guys. Like, I, I just have a hard time believing that he's going to just be like, all right, York, just dump the puck in. You know, I, f- I give him a little more credit than I agree with than that. that. I believe there's conversations being had between Tortorella, the Flyers staff, the Phantom staff. Like, they're really, I don't think they would just, like, deviate from the course of York's development like that, I think. Yeah. They will hone in on it down there. I mean, you would hope. I mean, this... I mean, personally, I think he'll be back in 10, 11 games. I mean, two, three games would be would be incredible. That would really mean he got the therapy treatment. Go back One injury there. away as well. Yeah, <laughs> true. That's also true. But I'm so confused with this whole roster thing. Like, is Zamula and Adder, they're, they're both on the team? So... From what I saw, I'm, I think Adderd is on the team, but Zamula is not. So Zamula will start the season in the AHL, and Adderd will be the seventh defenseman. See, that doesn't make any sense to me. If 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 the kids aren't going to, if Adderd's not going to be playing, why is he the seventh defenseman? Why isn't he in the AHL? I think he's going to get in over Sealer a lot. Like I think Sealer might be a guy that Torts likes to throw in there for a, a tone setting type game, and then like mm-hmm. the very next game. Adderts in there and like we were talking about earlier there's going to be a lot of movement between you know Lehigh Valley and, and Philly so I'm assuming you know I think Sealer's probably going to fight someone Thursday and then <laughs> I think he's probably going to get pulled the next game and I think Adder will probably get game two like I honestly think it's going to be that type of scenario just like when he fought Alexiak like five yeah. games in last year I was going to say Zamul was on he was on like the roster they released is he? Like, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I could, I'm yeah, talking out of my eight, ass, they so I could eight be wrong. <laughs> they have eight demon on the roster, so I, I have no idea what's going on with that thing, with that whole situation. To be honest with you, it's very, very confusing. What about the goalie situation, guys? Yeah, so guys... Sandstrom opened up the season on season opening IR, so he won't be ready to start. So it's Urson to. to he'll, he'll be, I kind of prefer Urson. To be honest with you guys, I prefer him, but like they're both very good goaltenders, and I'm pretty pumped. Like, honestly, when Fedotov, that whole situation happened, everybody was all pissed off and upset. But, like, honestly, like, yeah, it sucks for Fedotov. And, like, hopefully he'll be here next year. But Sandstrom and Urson are both great. And I, I Dude, I'm Fedotov, cool though, that's the Russian mutant. I won it. <laughs> <laughs> he was, like, he had, like, he 95, a 95 save percentage in the KHL. But he's six foot eight. <laughs> like holy fuck boys yeah i'm like dan fourth he was ripping that russian gas right coots yeah oh yeah he was well well <laughs> hey, we off, the record, that, off the record allegedly. off the record off the record that entire situation is terrible I yeah mean, down to i mean we don't even know where that guy is at this point I mean, <sighs> just, he's up north somewhere he could be in kiev stationed. all we know <laughs> what's the last update we got in on him uh, i, I kind of forget he's in a geely it's, suit <laughs> from, he sent morse code over from what i remember i think he was like his station was he was supposed to train for six months and then he'd be like basically in the armed forces for six months like on oh. assignment who knows what that assignment's gonna be but Jesus, I mean that's scary. I hope he stays safe, man. Like seriously, that's, yeah, a, that's sure. a very scary situation. Um, but yeah, Urson and Samstrom—that's a very fun. It's another fun but, yeah. situation. 
Yeah, you're right. Urson. I'm I'm excited for Urson. He played really good. Did like he, he looked really crisp. The entire preseason. And Torch loved him. Torch was like, did he even let up a goal? Yeah, I know. It's a Grosinic, on the other hand, looked uh, like a roller hockey sucks. goalie who like <laughs> got placed in overnight. <laughs> Dude, well, with Sandstrom, like he played like one or two games last year. I remember he had like a over forty save game in like yeah. San Jose, mm-hmm. and then they just like stop. They just sent him back down. I was like, what the fuck are they? I don't know, like how they're handling him really, or if we'll see a lot of him in the NHL. Like, if Urson continue like plays well in the NHL, like I doubt they'll call Sandstrom up at any point unless there's an injury speaking of injuries what the fuck's going on with Carter Hart like is he healthy like he didn't play one preseason game yeah I mean they kind of kept us in the dark with that entire situation but I mean he's been practicing he's been on the ice the last couple weeks so I mean I feel like if it was a regular season situation he, he would be in there so we'll see Thursday they, they didn't give him any I mean like any nothing. ice time I know so. nothing I mean, I, I mean it's something to worry about going into a season the goal he's practicing against shot. the fucking Flyers muffin shots at him so <laughs> bro <laughs> and what's the latest update with Cam Atkinson as well is he is everything okay with him apparently he went back to Columbus to see a specialist that he's been seeing for a very long time and to mend to a, a personal issue and he'll be back in Philadelphia either today or tomorrow oh, okay okay um, and then Twitter also said he's very confident that he'll be playing Thursday he'll he probably- just stays in Columbus doesn't come back. <laughs> doesn't come back. Oh, he'll probably be on. Uh, uh, no, not Frost's line. I mean, no, probably uh, Kate's line with Faraby on that on that third line. Or uh, yeah, what's Faraby starting on the third line just to get himself ramped up? That's I mean that's my guess is to kind of get him back into game shape. Don't want to put him on the first line, even do though guys, him on the f- yeah. Do you guys expect a slow return from Faraby, or do you? You think no, business as usual, he'll be back just fine. I think he's going to be good. Dude. He's yeah. been on the ice for the last, like, five months. I, I think I he's kinda... potting 30 and 30. Ooh. Oh. Bold tape. <laughs> I, I think it's a hot start. Honestly, we can get right into that. Why not? Who leads the team in goals? Five predictions for the season. I mean, we can start with Z. <laughs> uh, Atkinson. Okay, I mean, that's a Any reasoning scene. behind that, Z, or are you just going to say the guy's name? I think he, I, he's <laughs> Atkinson. Uh, just Atkinson. That was, we did this last year, and that was my pick, and I was correct. Um, I just think he's the you know, most talented goal scorer on the team. That's fair. Uh, Coots? Um, DG's going to love this, but I think Torx no, gets connected going. No. Yep. Nice. Throwing it out there. I like that. I like it. 27. I mean, I... 27. 27 G's? Yeah. It's right, sad well. that like, that'll lead the team. Uh, but see, by the <laughs> way, uh, Van Rees, like led the team last, last year. In Fuck, goals, did 24. he? Yeah, 24. God damn it. Atkinson I forgot 24. Atkinson got like injured at the end, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. You, Get on, Z. Do you know what James Van Rees, like does when games don't matter, man? Come on. Yeah, he, he must have like, got like 10 in the last <laughs> five games. Yeah, uh, I stopped, I stopped paying attention. I Get his bonus. Like, he got like a 500K bonus for hitting 20. Yeah, towards the end of last season of our pod, we we talked about how JVR put up like twenty points in the last thirty games of the season when we were like shit out of luck. Still minus thirty three. Oh yeah, well, I mean we've clipped a couple of a uh, couple of spots on our our previous episodes of Danny just screaming about how he he does not I mean he does nothing when the games matter and then when they don't matter against Ottawa. He's soon he's as Drew gets traded, two goal games, two goal game, <laughs> yeah. one goal game. Like all right, bro. <laughs> Danny would be so upset when he would see JVR score. He wouldn't care. It's so funny. Um, but uh, Gritty, what's your prediction for uh, goals? Uh, I mean, I guess since I had that hot take, I'm going to have to <laughs> follow through with it. So I think Farabee's going to lead the team with uh, at least 30 goals. So I'm going to go Ooh. with a clean 32. Oh, hitting 30. See, yeah, we um, have to. Somebody has to 30 eventually for this fucking team. Why who's not, the last one? Why not Hartnell? Farabee? Uh, did Simmons have a 30 goal? Yeah. I think it was Simmons. After? after uh, yeah, after yeah. Um, oh. I'm going to go. I'm gonna jump hop in because I agree. I think it's going to be Farabee. I think it would have been Farabee last year if he didn't get hurt. Um, and I think he's going to – I think he has two goals to start out the weekend. Um, so we'll see. Uh, oh, dude. My... Sorry, Dan. Christopher. What? I'm going with Travis Konechny. And I oh, there we go. 
I can't believe I'm doing it because I've shat on him the last two Dude, seasons. We got, but I just we got think chip TKs. on his shoulder, Tortorella's system. I think this is the year he kind of steps up, and he's a big part of this team. He's been here a while, and if he wants to take it, he can take it and be a important member of this core going forward. And I think that chip on his shoulder, he's gonna hit thirty. I just wanna I wanna jump in here because the I'm the. I, I know for a fact, Chris, Danny, I don't know you guys well enough, but I know for a fact that out of our pod, I'm the biggest TK lover out of anyone. Biggest or only? Maybe the only. <laughs> uh, I, actually, to be honest with you, Coop's We've been rough on him. Like, this is kind of surprising cover for me. Um, at least yeah, probably to Chris. No, so the fact, it's the fact that there's two guys picking TK for leading the team in goals and one of them wasn't me is astonishing to me. So I just wanted to point that out. I mean, I just love watching him hit glass seven times a game. It's, fucking, <laughs> it's great, man. I just want to make some some comments on these picks. Uh, Ferry pick, I really fucking hope he scores over 30 goals. I feel like he catches the fucking pass-first bug a lot, and he should just be ripping shots, and yeah. sometimes he tries to set guys up too much and gets in his own head, and I'm just like, dude, what are you doing? Shoot the fucking puck. And then TK... Uh, I don't know if he'll, if he'll get enough goals, but I think he'll definitely put put the points up with the assists. I kind of agree with that. That's why I didn't pick TK. I think he's more of a assist man. So we, we can go over to points, and I'll just start. I have TK as having the, the most points on the team. And I think a majority of those will be assists, obviously. How many points are you thinking? I, I think the most he's ever put up is like mid-50s. Actually, no, wait. Did he put 62 up that one year or something like that? That shortened year? Connectney, Connectney's highest uh, point total is 61 in 2019-2020. Yeah, 61 in 66 games. Yeah. Uh, this, this, um, I don't know how many I mean, he's probably the safest up. pick. I mean, if, if, if Couturier was healthy, it would be Couturier yeah, for me. For sure. But, yeah, I mean, Connectney. I mean, that's probably my pick. It's not saying a lot, but yeah, Connectney. Dude, this is the Konechny podcast now, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, especially I'm, after our summer with this guy. Like, I mean, I've been staying my whole either. life. It just so. hit me like five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going off the wall, boys. Let's, let's hear it. Okay. Tony D. No. He's going to lead. <laughs> We're going to have a team with a leading defenseman. Cootie. Honestly, I'll, I was going to say forever just to see if you guys would like react and what you would say. but Bro, I'm telling you he put up 51 points with carolina which was a stacked team yeah now he's gonna have all the reins but he's gonna have all the reins yeah but carolina was an offensive powerhouse setting him up he's just gonna be ripping it from the point it don't (laughs) matter and you have torts torts loves him i mean he's gonna get a lot of power play points i'll give you that yeah if if we have a good power play don't don't write it off tell me tell me not gonna be on the power play He's on the second unit, but apparently that second unit has been outplaying that first unit every day in practice for the last like week. You know why it has? Doesn't mean anything because we have you know like, the worst PK because, too. Because Noah Cates and Frost are fucking G's. They definitely have something. That's something that they need to keep together at least on the power play. If they're not going to do it with lines, it needs to be on the power play them two yeah, together. Because yeah, I think they... what's Frost two C and Noah Cates is three C to start the year. So yeah, they'll definitely be on the power play line like together. Cates on at center like he's he's just a solid hockey player do you guys see people uh comparing cates to uh richie a little bit just um, always making the right which, decisions Rich- always in the right spot mike richards, mike richards? Well, okay i thought it was like comparison. i was like nick richie yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah that's what i thought at first too. my dad used to call him little richie all the time yeah, so I like, I i've never heard richards referred to as richie i don't dude, think what was he like five foot eight like he was a short guy it wasn't tall. like richards yeah he wasn't a big dude I don't think I don't he was. Not five eight. Five eight, dude. It's like Maybe five, five ten like, on skates. He was probably like I thought he was like six foot. Someone That's honestly a really good comparison because like, ne- like neither jump out with your their like their skill, but they always make the right play. They're not the fastest players in the world, but like they're always in the right spot making the right play. So I mean, yeah, that's a pretty good comparison. I haven't seen that though, like on Twitter or anything. I, I mean, let's and, uh, not start comparing Noah Cates to Mike Richards. Please. No, I'm not, but like the, the, the playing style, at least. It, it's definitely similar. I, exactly. I, I can definitely Kate, see it. Cates is a real deal, though. Good player. We yeah, he's out. fun to watch, for sure. Um, like who Jackson hasn't done too. points? Who hasn't done points? I I, I'm saying points. TK, and like I don't need to explain. It's all when you yeah. guys go. I'm going TK as well. Oh, 
Jeez. We're all going to say TK because I'm... I'm Except I'm, Tony D'Angelo. Tony D. Yeah. <laughs> hey, TK's I mean, always been the secondary assist king, and I already ex- picked exactly. up Cole's pick, so... I Dude, got this has got to be a graphic. Four guys picking TK and one guy picking Tony D. Yeah, this I is... know. Well, I'm going to go out... That's more of a testament to how shitty the team is, though. Yeah, really exactly. Oh, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> I'll say somebody different, just to, just so it's not all connecting, and then Tony D'Angelo. But uh, I'll say Cam. Cam Atkinson. Right. First like year, one. First My year one problem towards. with Cam is that he doesn't get the apples. Yeah. I, think he's I mean, he had like, 27 last year. He did. Yeah, but he'll put like 25 goals and 25 assists. He's not going 25 and like 40, you know. Okay. I mean, I it's not, I, like Danny said, it's not going to take much to, to lead this yeah. team, I don't think. so. <laughs> well, we'll the good thing about Cam, he's like a honey badger out there. You know, he's always like he'll get assists just from shooting the puck. True. He creates a lot like that. I mean, I, th- I think we're all wrong, to be honest. I mean, it's going to be Owen Tippett, right? Hundred <laughs> percent. yeah, I I, I'm a big Tippett guy. <laughs> I, mean, well, I mean, he's been—I have not been impressed with him this preseason at all. I haven't even noticed him. Well, uh, well, let's get let's go on to the next topic then. Let's do breakouts. Because Torts is making him do Russian uh, <laughs> sprints every day. <laughs> yeah, the whole team's honestly probably down, dude. They've they've been getting ran. Doing a KHL training camp for God's sakes! I love that they're just doing fucking. They're getting bag skated and doing suicides every day. It makes me so happy. Yeah, I just picture him just yelling at like no one respects you, like <laughs> just putting them down. Nobody even dare try the Michigan. Don't even think about it. <laughs> yeah, no oh creativity. No. Imagine if, like, like, anybody imagine if Morgan could. Frost did that. He'd be sent to the shadow realm if he tried to do a Michigan. Harry <laughs> Fair would be the only two I think could probably even attempt it during a game. But I don't since we're do it. since we're like kind of moving on to breakouts or busts, I kind of want to talk about Morgan Frost a little bit because I think this is if there's going to be a breakout, like this is the year for Frost to break out. If anything, I mean, obviously injuries have plagued him a little bit in the past. What was the last one? His shoulder. Um, yeah, but I think this year he's fully healthy, coming in a full off season. He's got Torts as his coach. I think he's actually going to be able to play his game, not the bullshit, you know, shit that was going on last year with the defense first. Even though, like, I do like defense first. Like, you got to let guys like Morgan Frost, who are creative, do their thing. And I think this is the year for him to do it. And I'm hoping that he's going to break out. I'll just go next um, because I have Morgan Frost as my bust. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I I I hope that he's not a bust, but I just feel like we're so we're still so high on him, and he hasn't really proven anything in the NHL. And like you can do all you want in preseason, your fancy passes, but if it if it, if you can't do it in the in when the games count, then you know, no good. You're a bust. As my as my breakout though, I have Kate's. So interesting that they may be playing on the same line at some point. Um, but we already talked about how good we think Kate's is, and I I think he'll end up with more points than Martin Frost this year for sure. Yeah, I've been I've been saying Tippett since the end of last season. And, you know, I think the NHL's been hearing my uh, my takes because they listed him at number ten for, for a breakout season. Did you guys see that? Yeah, I did. I did not. And I saw a bunch yeah. of like Florida fans clowning you too. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I'm going at it with the four Florida fans down there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna stick with uh, Tippett. I think he's gonna gonna rebound. I mean, he's got a cannon of a shot, and and he should have had like 15 goals last year for us. I feel like. Yeah, he had a lot of posts. A lot he of did, posts. Yeah. A lot of like you know robberies. But who's your? Yeah, boss? I'm going Tippett. Yeah, bust, oh, oh, bust. Oh, I didn't really even think about bust. this, but but I'm looking at the roster right now. Maybe, like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay, come back to me for that. Yeah, there's going to be there's gonna be busts on this team, you know that. Who's your, so. who's your My breakout is, is definitely Morgan Frost. I just feel like ever since the organization, uh, the trade deadline last season when they gave him that vote of confidence didn't put him on that paper move to uh, have him eligible for the AHL playoffs. I think he's been improving since then. Uh, I think with him, like you said, the injuries, but also when he has played, he's been bouncing back and forth between the AHL, and he's been playing on the fourth line a lot with guys like McEwen, Patrick Brown, guys who just can't fucking score to save their lives. So 
I think this season playing in big spots, power play minutes, I think, uh, yeah, I'm clinging on to the hope as well for Morgan Frost. Who's your bust? And I like it. For my bust? Uh, I guess Tiffett. Yeah. Nah, Wade Allison. Wade Allison. Ooh. Oh, that's a, now we, yeah. Did we count being injured as being a bust? I don't think so, right? <laughs> no. Um, I mean, just from what I've seen from this camp, I haven't been too impressed. And oh, can I? So can honestly, I it has nothing mine? to do with injury with me, I guess. I don't know. I think some of the preseason games I saw Allison. He's a fucking workhorse, and he was actually creating, like play driving and creating the chances. Hey, I, I hope I'm wrong. He's I think with Hayes' goal, forget who was against the Islanders. He, yeah, he's, uh, yeah. He, the one game he, he was really that. noticeable, but other than that, I didn't really see anything from Wade Allison this this camp. That was uh, Al, Allison Tippett Hayes were playing on, or I don't yeah, know if they're playing yeah, online, yeah, but they were yeah. all on the ice together. Mm-hmm. I think he's created the turnover. Yeah, that game he was yep, good. That one. Agreed. But other than that, I like as camp went on, I thought like, but in the beginning of camp, I thought Allison was actually really good. But as it went on, I, I think he kind of just kind of railed off. But like Danny said, I hope we're wrong. Like he's a, he, I mean, he's a guy that can. He's another guy with a, a lethal shot. I mean, we could have Atkinson, Tippett, and then a- uh, Allison on the right sides. And Forrester. Pucks, and Forrester yeah, eventually. Forrester down the line. So, I mean, it's exciting. I think I want to jump in here and just talk about preseason and training camp a little bit. One thing about it, and, like, you're talking about how, like, you didn't really notice Allison that much some of the times, and, like, Tippett as well. I think we kind of just got to not think about training camp and preseason like that, especially because Tort is running these guys into the ground. Like, these guys are winded after getting bag skated after bag skate and then they're going and playing a preseason game that night i think obviously you want them to look good in preseason but i don't think at the end of the day it matters i think if that starts to happen within the first 10 games then yeah we can write that narrative and talk about that but like for now i'm giving everybody a clean slate and we'll find out what happens you know when the season kicks off thursday Allison did look like he lost a little bit of a step, but he's been injured so much. Playing so, hesitant, maybe. Playing a little hesitant, yeah. But um, but you're right. I mean, I think the only way we can judge is seeing him play like at least like ten, fifteen games. See see where everyone's at. I mean, I think they're gonna start out slow, so I don't think the first five games are gonna be <laughs> measuring sticks for any of these players. I think the first five games are gonna be brutal. I don't think they're gonna get an identity for. At least a, a month into the season, maybe a little bit more than that. Like it's gonna take some time for Torres to really get his hands on this team, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, I don't even—I I don't even think I did my, my my breakout. I think my breakout is gonna be Noah Cates, if that even counts as a breakout, because I'm pretty sure all Flyers fans <laughs> have him as their guy. But I mean, he's just a really good hockey player. I mean, he—he's a guy that you would always want on your team during the playoffs. Just always in the right spot, finishes. Checks finishes his check. He's just a good hockey player. Um, and my boss Tippett, I don't think, like you said. I mean, obviously you gotta wait a little bit more into the season, but yeah, I just don't think he uh, is as good as everyone thinks he is going to be. Other than like that shot, he doesn't really do anything for me. But I mean, I hope I'm wrong. I hope he turns into a thirty goal scorer. But that's my initial thoughts on him. I love his speed though. Like he, he wheels around out there. I know. I know. Uh, the preseason, you know, whatever. But last season, I thought he was really coming into his uh, stride. So, hey, and I know nobody's rooting against like the bus no, picks. No, absolutely not. Coots, I, I hope they're all stars. Coots, I want you to talk about Hayden Hodgson a little bit because I know he's your boy, <laughs> and I don't. And I don't <laughs> well, think he's that hot. Uh, well, when but... he played, uh, he came up for us last year, and I was like, he. I think he had a goal and assist in like five games, and I was like, and he had a fight or two, and I was like, whoa. Like, maybe this guy could be our, like, Tanner Janot because Janot came from the coast and they're around oh, the same no. age, same size. And then um, he kind of, like, vanished and went to the AHL, and I was, like, kind of forgot about him. Then he came up again during preseason, and I'm like, DG, he's going to make the roster. He's going to make the opening roster, and he does. <laughs> he's, like, a typical Torx guy. I, I don't – listen, I don't think he is, like, um, going to be Tanner Janot, but I thought – I had hope, you know what I mean? He's and I don't NPC. think, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I like that new term. I think, I don't think he'll be on the team for long. I think he'll be one of the guys getting sent down and up and whatnot. Well, the only reason, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but the only reason why he's on the team is because he's not waiver exempt. So like if oh, they, true. they don't want to lose him, so they, he's on the team. That's why. It's the only reason why. Hey, I'm rooting for him too. 
I was going to say, did you see what Torts said about his camp? He was like, he was okay. <laughs> like, he was just okay. Like, the, the, the he wasn't exploded. bad. They were like, why does Hayden Hoskin get a roster spot? If he's okay, then York gets sent down. I'm like, because <laughs> Hayden Hoskin, they don't want to lose him for some reason. They they, they like this guy. They value these traffic cones. It's, it's insane. Yeah. Man. This is <laughs> button pushing with just, York. Like, just let Hextall pick up Hodgson. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> you know? Who cares, dude? Has Hextall even changed that roster over there? Other than like Raquel? No, nah, he just he just re-signed the three aging fucks. Yeah, the Tang Malkin and who was the other one that um, the fucking short guy. Shit. <laughs> Blonde hair. I, I, I thought I, I thought Brian Malkin was Russ, gonna walk. Maybe? Yeah, Brian Rust. Yeah, I think Russ, they signed yeah, him right. to a four year deal or something. He's pretty good. But uh Yeah, he is. DG, but, you didn't do your uh bus player, I don't think. Uh I didn't i would have to agree with you guys on Tippett, even though i don't want him the bust i just can't think of anybody else who's honestly gonna be a bust on this team so um, it would have to be Tippett. can we can we like hl fringe guy hl nhl fringe guy because yeah for, go ahead for me i was gonna say uh radcliffe um because yeah, i i I, I, I had hope I think for him he's already a bust yeah, this I had like hope a, for him. This is like a sleeper pick. You're saying a guy that might end up coming up to the big club and earning some time. I, I'm just saying I don't even think he'll be an NHL player. Yeah, I think Ever. everyone agrees with that. <laughs> but he, but but no, he when he came up, I was like, oh, maybe he's one of those guys that's not really an NHL guy, but translates better to the NHL. Because remember, he came up, played kind of good. Yeah, he did. But during preseason, he just looked lost, man. He he would get the puck and it would like lose it in his feet and. And just like did not look all there, but I don't know. Maybe that's not really a hot, uh, <laughs> hot take. But as this, I, everyone on here is pretty much standard in my opinion. I can, I can. Were you just calling us average? Oh, you're saying the players on the Flyers? Yeah, you're talking yeah about everyone us. on everyone <laughs> on the Flyers is like good, average, bad to good already. You know. Yeah. So I can't really. We'll, we'll see though. You guys want to start talking about other teams so we can yeah, not we talk can, about the Flyers? We can start getting into <laughs> who we think is going to win these divisions Cool. if you want. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, where should we start? I guess let's start with the Metro Yeah. and then let's, we let's go start. from there. Danny, what do you think the Metro? What do you, what do you think, bud? Carolina. Yeah, that's my pick too. They're just yeah, the powerhouse. Too, me <laughs> I, I also agree. <laughs> I, I think um, they're a dark horse. Not even a dark horse. I think they're a top five team to win the cup. They're um, my favorite. They would be my early pick. Good pick, boys. But I put uh, New York. Rangers. Ah, fuck. <laughs> Tampa yes. just tied it up against New York right now, one-one. Yeah, yeah dude. Biz, why did I take Stamco shots? I fucking hate myself. <laughs> they said the Rangers are frauds. He's wrong. <laughs> I think they but, take listen, uh, the next step. They play. Yeah. He's yeah. gonna carry him as long as he's oh, healthy. Yeah. But I th- I like their team up front, like they you would sit Benajad and Panarin and all those bad boys and Fox on the on the back end and, and um Keandre uh, Miller. Great player. Could have yeah. had him. Um yep. did they make any notable additions? Is that, I think they got Trocheck and overpaid him. That's yeah. essentially it. Trocheck, they lost cop. Um Oh yeah. So they, they lost Lee's cop too, right? Like, and Ryan yeah. Strom, or was it Dylan? I think it's Ryan. Ryan. It's Ryan Strom. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, went yeah. to like Anaheim. Dylan was in Chicago. That is kind of a tough loss too. Yeah, those are notable losses. I think they got low key worse. Yeah. Really? I think Cop was a really good fit I think, there. I think that young line could can make a splash like the Cop. The Lafreniere line. Lafreniere. Well, I think that's what they're banking on. Yeah. The younger guys that, they gotta, to step up. It's now or never, kids. I mean, they relied on Shazerkin a lot last year, so I think oh, that they, they take sure. a step back because I don't think he's going to be able to do that again. Can't rely on a goalie every year, year in, year out. Yeah, and I was listening to the pregame before this game happened tonight, and they're saying what well, the Rangers get 52 wins last year, and that was like the second most in franchise history. That's literally because really? of Igor. Yeah. Yeah, he's a beast for sure. Who didn't answer the Metropolitan Division question yet? I said Carolina. Yeah, we all have Carolina, Carolina and then the Rangers. Rangers. Four Carolinas, one, yeah. All right, I mean, we can move right on to the Atlantic then. Uh, Gritty, what do you think is going to win the Atlantic? Um, God, 
I'm going to have to go with Toronto. I still think Tampa is yep. probably the better team, but like Tampa doesn't really turn up the Jets until the postseason. I think Toronto is probably going to light it up during the regular season and then do what Toronto does and lose in the first round. round. Exit. Yeah. A same, I have the same exact <laughs> prediction. <laughs> Who else could arguably come in first? Like, does anyone have a different pick? I mean, Tampa or Tam- Florida could. Oh, fuck. I'm an idiot. Uh, I, I went with Toronto. Can too, I change I my team? Yeah, go ahead. You can, sure. Taking Florida. Maddie Kachuk, baby. Bold. Yeah. That was bold. I think it's I, Toronto's year to get out of the first round. Yeah, I'm going to go Toronto, too. I think Toronto wins that division. I'm going to go Tampa Bay. Nice. I think they're Matthews might get 70 goals this year. <laughs> he might. I, honestly, I was going to say Ottawa as a sleeper, but I don't think they can win that division. I don't think they'll win the division. I mean, playoff. They might, they'll fight for a playoff spot. Yeah, they'll oh, be a fun I mean, that, watch, that division's so stacked. You they're still got like Boston fighting goals. in there. Detroit's going to be good. Yeah, Detroit's going to be better. I think. Dude, the thing with Ottawa, they got. They might pick up a goaltender at like a trade deadline. They got Talbot. Who is their he's goalie? A, he's he's, in, he's okay. injured right now. He's injured for like four to six weeks though, and but they, they have. Um, I don't know. Forget who's guy, who's going to be the guy Forsberg? to start. Oh, I feel like the East is like a powerhouse. Versus. I feel like there's shitty teams in the West, whereas the East is just loaded. Yeah, the East talent. is good. Scares me. Like we just named like every team in the Atlantic. <laughs> <laughs> that except, except for Buffalo and Montreal, yeah, Buffalo, yeah. obviously. All right, so the Pacific. Who do you think wins it? I think it's going to be Edmonton. I don't think anyone's going to be better than them maybe calgary but. yeah i have calgary i was deciding between that and them and edmonton mm-hmm. um who's edmonton's goaltender jack campbell yeah dude mm-hmm. huge upgrade i think big Edmonton's upgrade a dark horse for the cup. <laughs> i still Ooh. i still think calgary i think i think they somehow like broke even losing goudreau and and uh kachuk i, th- I and getting kadri and uh I think they, and weaker i think they bumped up I think that yeah, they might have bumped up a tick. I think they got a play bad style. on defense. Yeah. And like you're saying with the play style, I think Kadri fits in there pretty well. Uh, I think um, Sutter coaches. Markstrom's a better goalie than. Yeah, Campbell. exactly. That was my other point. I-, I picked Calgary too. I think you know Kadri is getting a lot of shit, you know, for leaving. You know, he's not going to be as good on another team, so he's going to have a little motivation. And along with Huberdeau, Huberdeau apparently you know, fucked off the, the GM over there in Florida, so he's going to be pissed. Yeah. Since um, we're talking about Calgary, I agree. I think they're going to take it, but I like Edmonton to win the cup. Like, if I had it's to, It's like, going to be fun. That's it, the Battle of um, Alberta is back better than ever. I I took a free bet, Huberdeau, to, to win, uh, what's it, the Hart Trophy this year? Ooh, yeah. It's like plus 3,500, and Ooh, he came in fifth last year. And it was free bets. So he like, should have been it. in the fucking top three. He easily should have been, dude. He's unbelievable. And did you guys see that move that he had the other day in preseason, where he just did that spinorama to get out of the new, out of the yeah, his sick. D zone? Oh my god, it was awesome. And then the central, who we think? I mean, I think it's a pretty obvious pick. Colorado. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you pick against them. Can't. <laughs> that they, team is. Yeah. Could be a dynasty in the making. I would argue St. Louis has a chance. No. Oh, I have my. I have a hot take about them that they miss play, the playoffs. Really? Yeah. Because they're getting old. They don't have much young guys on that team anymore. And like Robert Thomas. Well, yeah. Kairou. I I know those two, but after that, man, the Jew that was promised. He's Jewish, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You thought Robert Thomas was a defenseman. We yeah, call you yeah, you have no room to So talk don't about come that. at me. Listen, listen. <laughs> that's the old. I DJ. love Robert Thomas too. Like he, that's my guy. Um, I just think Bennington's not good. Yeah, like he, they, had, he had a he had a good he had a lucky run. And, and their backup is Thomas Grease. Like what? Yeah, Grice is their back. They lost Billy Hughes. I, to, uh, Grease. I have a funny. I have a funny story about Thomas Grice. And um, so I, I used to train uh, here in Atlantic City and, and practice with uh, Justin Williams and, uh, and like Seidenberg and a few other like local college guys. And um, <laughs> so uh, Williams was pretty much chirping Seidenberg like, hey, like, 
like, who do you even have in, in goal over there for Team Germany? He's like, oh, well, we have Thomas Grease. And, and, and Williams goes, he just laughs. He goes, ha, I never heard of anyone saying, oh, it's going to be a long night. They got Thomas Grease in net. <laughs> <laughs> and Seidenberg was rattled, like visibly rattled. <laughs> That's funny as shit. It was all good jokes. Justin Williams, Philly legend. Yeah, and Seidenberg. <laughs> the one that got away. And Seidenberg. And Seidenberg. Yeah. yeah, you're... Right, but but um, yeah, I don't see good things from from St. Louis. I think they take a step back. What's Vegas in that division too? I think Vegas comes back. Yeah. To uh, with a vengeance. Vegas is in the Pacific with Edmonton. Oh, oh yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! (laughs) Who did did, uh, Vegas pick up? (laughs) Who did they pick up? They they got rid. They got a healthy. Stone back, which is healthy. They gave him away for nothing. Oh yeah, he's in Carolina now, right? Who? Pacioretty, yeah. Carolina. That's why Carolina, like, they got Pacioretty for nothing. Yeah. How many goals does Phil Kessel score in Vegas? Oh yeah, that's who they got, Phil Kessel. (laughs) Fifteen. Twenty. I think about twenty. Yeah, I think he easily puts up twenty. I think he easily breaks the end. That's a good Iron Man streak. I can't believe that. I I can't even talk about that last year. That'll piss yeah, me off. Stop it. It's not. Um, but uh, Colorado, like they, they got an. I mean, I think they got an, an upgrade health wise on Kemper with uh, Georgiev. And then like who, Georgiev. who they they only yeah. lost Kadri. They re-signed Ashushkin and uh, and Manson. Manson, and uh, who was the uh, who was the guy they got from Montreal again? The Finnish guy at trade deadline last year. Nah, I can't fuck. Think. I forget. The one thing I think uh, New Hook's going to take, like, he's going to have a breakout this year. I think he's going to play second line. Step minutes. in for Kadri. Yeah, exactly. I think, do you guys ever just watch Colorado and, like, wonder, like, I'm how fine. are they even the same league as the Flyers? Yeah, all the time. All I the mean, time. they're in a different league than 25 <laughs> teams. other teams in the league. So. Yeah. Dude, times last year I would turn off the Flyers game after watching that for two and a half hours and then go watch another hockey game and it's just like, feel refreshed. The, it's oh, like always hockey. It's always so slow. And then whoever plays the Flyers looks slower, too. Like, if Colorado played the Flyers, they played just... At, yeah, they play yeah, down to just, our level. <laughs> drunk, yeah, they got drunk the night before in Center City. See, the classic <laughs> growing up in high school where you're playing, like, the 0-10 team, and yeah. your team's sick, but you end up, like, beating them by, like, one goal because you're just not trying the whole game. That's Colorado yeah. when they come to Philly. Uh, Arturi Lekkonen was the guy I was thinking of. Oh, uh, he had a 14, po- 14 points in 20 games in the playoffs last year. Yeah. Eight goals, six assists, so... He was pretty solid for him. Had a lot of chemistry. Um, like fucking Ranton and Landeskog and McKinnon and McCarr and Taves are just so good. They stole oh, Taves from they fucking stole. Islanders. I cannot dude. get it. I'll never get over that. They stole him. Was it two seconds? Yeah. It was the same thing we traded for Braun. Drew's losing his touch. Oh, God. Fucking Chuck. Before we get into random topics, uh, who are your sleeper teams coming out this year? Who do you think is going to be a little bit better than people think? I mean, we talked about Ottawa a little bit. Mm-hmm. I th- I think they can make a they can make a playoff push. Uh, again, that division is just so tough. They might get a wild card spot. Um, and then also Columbus. Are the Ducks Columbus a, for sure for me? I'm gonna say the Ducks because I think they're gonna be a good team this year. They're gonna make some nice additions too. All right, I like that. That's a good one. Getzlaff comes back. <laughs> He's retired. I mean, I mean, it's always fun watching <laughs> Trevor Zegers play. So they're either gonna be Troy good Terry. or be trading John Gibson. Who's the uh, the rookie that's playing for them this year? McTavish. That's McTavish. Really yeah, they got Klingberg too. Did they get Klingberg? I mean, they have Frank Vetrano as well. They, they got Ryan Strom. So. Gibson's one of the best goalies in the league. That's sure. where Ryan Strom went. Yeah. They got Kulikov on the back end, Shattenkirk, Vakanen, Fowler, uh, Drysdale. Good, I like it. Yeah. I think they're going to be a good team. Gibson's great, too. Yeah. Um, oh, that's actually a solid one. I like that. Thank you. For me, I think um, Columbus for sure. I mean, I know a lot of people think they'll be back, too, or at least make a little bit of noise. 
Um, but for me, a little more out of the blue, I think Winnipeg gets back into the mix. Nice. Who's coaching them? Oh, God. I, it's more of a player's coach. I can't remember. I thought it was DeBoer, or am I wrong? DeBoer? It's, right. it's Rick Bonus, the Dallas coach. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's Bonus. It's Bonus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw a curve. I just like there. their roster. They got really good players. I know they had some uh, locker room issues, but, you know, with a player's coach like that, you know, maybe they get it all situated and get right. rid of Dubois. They're a talented well, team. Like me and Danny have talked on our podcast multiple times about like how are they so bad? Because if you <laughs> go down their list, their roster, yeah. some of their guys that have in their team are just wow. Like they would be stars on the flyer. Ellers, Connor, Blake Wheeler, dude, dude, Ehlers, all these guys. I love fucking oh, Nikolai awesome. Ehlers. Oh my god, yes. he's one of my, Kyle Connor is one of my favorite players in the league. I think he's the 30. most underrated player in the league. He was that Konechny draft, right? Wheeler yes. was always underrated too to me. Yeah. I know he's older yeah. now. And Backstrom, a couple years ago before he got hired for me, Backstrom over there in Washington was the most under. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, he's, yeah. He's, that, that guy's a man. Dude, Winnipeg, the wheels fell off after uh, Bufflin retired, like, surprisingly. <laughs> after Bufflin just decided <laughs> to just guy. get up and leave and never come yeah. back. He's yeah. a skating refrigerator. Because they were, they were like a, you know, potential, like, stand the cup contender. They, yeah, were, they, they were. were, they were, they kept running into fucking good teams in, like, the second round. What Could was the... Some- random topic that we wanted to, to get into because I don't want to forget it before we get out of here. You guys know oh, was that? No, I do not, but I'm sure there's a bunch of stuff we can talk about. Anybody have stuff? The, the photo shoot. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. The fucking there it is. is. <laughs> Thank you, Danny. Thank you. Yeah, so Billy Leno partnered with the Flyers with his clothing line and posed Billy. with Konechny, Rasmus, and Joel, and then Hayes as well. I think that's all. Who was in the picture? Uh, JVR yeah. as well. JVR, yeah. JVR was the only one that smiled in his. Everyone else was like mean mugging it. Guys, look like, look like you're mad. Look like you just <laughs> lost 6 0. Uh, that's easy. It looked like a fucking album cover. The first one was uh, Sandman. Fucking, uh, TK fucking and Delorier was in there too. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, Nick Delorier. That's another thing we didn't even talk about on the podcast. How much do you think that merch is? Uh, I think that's pretty that. Penny. I think that jacket that TK's wearing is like 500 bucks. You serious? <laughs> no. 150. I would 150. say, yeah, I would say that jacket's like 150. <laughs> it's a nice jacket, but I ain't paying no 150 for it. Look good in it, though. I'm not but... buying it. I'm not buying shit with the Flyers logo on it until they're good again. I do. I don't know. The, yeah. the merch looks fucking I'll good. I'll get a T. Cool little T. Oh. All right, who has the most fights on the Flyers next year? Fucking Delorier. Uh, it better be Delorier. <laughs> Ronnie Adder. He's going to fight Ross Johnson Morgan four times. Morgan Frost. <laughs> I'm going with Hodgson. <laughs> Honestly, if it's anybody other than Delorier, he's failing at the wide year. Well, at least Delorier can play penalty kill, right? Kutz, I bet you Delorier yes. has more fights than Hodgson plays games. I guarantee that too. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I love that. Prop that's that? a nice bet. Yeah. What happens if you lose, Z? Yeah. Uh, I give Cutes a hundred dollars. <laughs> All right. If Just I money. lose, I'll give I'll give you twenty. All right. It's <laughs> <laughs> good odds. Danny, who do you think leads the two, uh, team in fights? It has it, to be Deloria. I know. It probably is Deloria. I just was kind of stirring the pot. He's literally not earning his contract if he isn't. <laughs> but I think people are here, here's the thing though. I think people are afraid to fight him besides like a select few in the league. Dude, like yeah, no, they wouldn't let him get it get near Johnson when Johnson was like beating the shit out of Adderd for no reason. Yeah. That's a good thing. That's great. I kinda like that. People are legitimately afraid when he's on the ice that he's gonna go after him. Honestly, yeah. I'm starting to think Chuck got a good signing. Four years. We need this guy for four years. <laughs> I think the no trade really put the icing on the cake for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, can't, we can't let anyone get I'm, this guy. I'm, I'm going to be clear. I'm joking. <laughs> oh, yeah. I definitely know you're joking. We never know with you, DG. Well, you, yeah, you can't see my face. You don't know if I'm uh, you know, being sarcastic or not. Yeah, that too. Can't see that ugly mug. Yeah, you'd be so lucky, man. Honestly, I I wanted to ask everybody who uh, who they think leads the team in PK goals. So that's something. That's a 
Cammy. Cam Atkinson. I think Hayes, Hayes comes back with a vengeance on the PK. Ooh, I like that too. Actually. I have a sleeper pair. I think Ooh. it's going to be Noah Cates. Ooh, I like that too. Damn, See, I'm he is Mike Richards. Told you. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's Little Richie, as you would say. Yes. Yep. Um, just something comic. we didn't mention. No, no one cares. Uh, Zach McEwen got sent down. I thought no, that was a little interesting, but I thought he'd be a good like he'd just be on the fourth line the entire year. Chris, like no, not at all. <laughs> no, not. At I all. mean, I, he's going to be one of those guys that's going to be up and down. So he yeah. didn't get claimed. No. Yeah. No. No, nah, no one wants him. <laughs> <laughs> Nine points last year, sheesh. Nobody won like them except the us, baby. <laughs> we claimed him and, pa- and and Patrick Brown, who's still here. What's Nate Prosser up to these days? You think he? Uh... <laughs> oh, wow, that's a name. God, that guy. He's waiting for his moment. <laughs> Was uh, Connaughton claimed? No. no, no. Come on, man. None of our players <laughs> have been claimed. I don't. Um, I don't know why they're so hesitant to send down Hodgson because he wouldn't get claimed either. Oh my god, we're scared to lose him. <laughs> How about Belpedio? Just hanging around all of camp yeah. too. He cleared who too. That? Who? He's playing with York down in the. He said who? <laughs> Wait, no, really? Who? Who just said? Belpedio. Belpedio. Thirty-seven. I assumed he was some scrub that was at training camp. Yeah. I don't even remember. I don't know that. who he is though. I mean, you'll see him. Had, had me cracking up watching him in the last <laughs> preseason game. When By the way, I'm going to have a PTSD watching Adder with fucking number 47 this year. He better yeah, change that, was that a goddamn bad number. They should get that off yeah. of him. See, that's another thing. What do you guys think about that? Like, they should give these kids some new numbers, man. These some hideous-ass numbers. Kate's I think Frost. they can choose them. Can they not? No, they're their camp numbers. Yeah, but they can choose them. character. Right? Once they're... That might be coming out this week or something. Nah, Maybe like I before think, the game. I don't. I don't mind Frost at forty-eight. Forty-nine is a garbage number, but yeah, forty-nine is trash. Noah Cates taking one eight. Think of Danny Briere. Yeah, I mean that's why I hate. So it. I wish York would switch it. off forty-five too. Personally, do we have a number yeah, ten? I would love a number hate. ten on this yeah, team. Yeah, Braden Shen. Yeah, Frost better um, be ten or twenty-six. That's what I want. The, uh, forty-nine was Scott Lawton's camp number, and then mm-hmm. Farabee's too. Yeah. So now it's Kate's, right? Now it's Kate's. Now it's Not Kate's. bad. Those are two. Yeah, I like that. That means he's going to be good. Yeah. Lawton only took like seven years I to become a player. I hate fucking Tippett at 74, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's another brutal number. And fucking that's... Allison, 57. Hotson, 42. Dude, what, I'm what happy. These numbers? Well, that doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm happy right. uh, <laughs> uh, Ristolainen went back to 55. I am, yeah. Fucking 70 was garbage. Lazinski at 58 is weird, too. Yeah, we didn't talk other, about Lazinski either. I'm, I'm pretty happy that he made the team. I'm happy, but I don't give a shit too. Yeah, <laughs> uh, if Patrick Brown was healthy, he's not on this team. True. Because <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think he want a camp. So, I mean, like a, a spot. It was just kind of open. And it's like we need centers. Yeah, gotta be honest. I don't think our last player on the fourth line matters too much. Oh no, definitely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Actually, I, I I I like Tanner. I think he's gonna be a good little player, but he's not crazy. We're, we're stock full of nice role players for the bottom six. Yeah, it should be a very interesting week. So who do we think wins Thursday to wrap this up? Devils 4-2. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jack Hughes. Nico That's Fischer. a good score. If Carter Hart plays, I think we'll win. If he doesn't, we're going to lose. If but even Carter though Hart I doesn't do play, I'm goalies. very concerned. Dude, the Devils have a sneaky good team, too. They're Added quick. a lot. Yeah. yeah, Dougie yeah. Hamilton. <laughs> Subban finally retired. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Imagine if they signed Johnny and we had to play him game one. No. <laughs> Don't get Danny started. He's muted. Look. <laughs> Danny, Trust who do you me, think man. wins Thursday? Flyers, Devils. Flyers are gonna win two one. Oh. Yeah, that sounds oh. like a good score. See, I, I I agree. I think they win the first game and then I think they lose against Vancouver on Saturday. Okay. We always seem to lose against them. Flyers Especially win. during afternoon one games. Nothing. It's at 4 o'clock in the yeah. afternoon. I mean, they're probably nice in Vancouver. Win. I like that. I feel like we beat Vancouver a lot. Yeah, I think we beat Vancouver as well. And then I think we go on a four-game losing streak. We go 2-0, <laughs> and oh, yeah. And then we lose, yeah, eight in a row. We don't beat them when, when we're in Vancouver because we'll, we'll always lose that West Coast. Oh, they Not, beat us last well, time opener here. I yeah, remember. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember back in the day we beat them like, 
ten to nothing. And then how, um, how far back were you on there, Kuti? Twenty eleven, maybe. <laughs> okay. And then, but then all the highlights, like every every time we we go over there, we beat them by like five or more goals. <laughs> Sedines were still like in the league in twenty eleven, man. Holy shit, dude! What's gonna happen is so was uh, random, Zach Ronaldo. Some random dude on the Devils who. <laughs> Some random dude on Devils is going to score like two or three goals against us and then ne- not score against any other team in the league. And then when they play us again, he's going to score like another Miles, goal. Miles Wood. No, not even him. I think it was like Michael McLeod last year. Some fucking random. I played he with just, his like, brother. Up, he just up put in, up uh, goals Oakville. against us. He had he had six goals last year. I'm pretty sure four of them were against the Flyers. <laughs> oh, that's that was like that Colin Blackwell guy. He was like all over us. I'm like, who is this? <laughs> Colin Blackwell, I remember that uh, one. On the Rangers, he kept scoring and <laughs> shit. In the versus. Predators now. Yeah, he was before. He's a journeyman. All right, any uh, last thoughts, boys, before we wrap this one up? Nah, man, this was fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this was fun. Good yeah, little crossover. Gotta do it again sometime, probably near like Thanksgiving. We'll see where this team is at that point. Yeah, yeah of course. We'll check in. I like your guys' podcast, so it's always good to hook up with you guys. So, yeah. yeah. I think I listened to not your last one, but the second to last. I think I listened to a little bit of it, so definitely have yeah. guys back on for sure. Yeah, I'm not the biggest like listener, but I like to jump around podcasts just to listen to certain shit here and there. For sure, Danny, you want to close this one out, man? Episode. Yep, this is episode 86. You can follow us on Twitter at the Liberty L. Follow Tie My Skates at Tie My Skates Pod. Right. Yep. Yep. You can follow us personally at TLY Danny, at Chris Stumps, at Drunk Gritty 00, at Tie My Skates underscore Z, and at your boy Coots. Chris? Go floor.